0: Canto 10, Chapter 22 Krishna steals the garments of the unmarried gopis. Sri Shukasant. During the first month of the winter season, the unmarried girls of Nanda's Vraja observed the vow of worshipping the goddess Kachayani. They subsisted on unspiced kichari. Rising at dawn, they took a bath in the water of the Yamuna and made from clay a deity of the goddess. O ruler of men, both opulent and simple, they were of worship with sandalwood pulp, fragrant garlands, gifts of food, clothes, etc., incense and lambs, as also with presentations of fresh leaves, fruits and betel nuts. The young girls performed worship, repeating a mantra with the words, O Kajayani. Our obeisances unto you, O great power, greatest yogini, O supreme control, please make the son of the Gopa Nanda my husband. The girls, thus for an entire month, executed their vow to be of proper worship before Badrakali with May he, Nanda's son, become my husband. Every day at dawn they called each other's names, held their hands and loudly singing their respect for Krishna, went to the Kalendi to bathe there. One day, arriving at the river, singing about Krishna, they left their clothes on the shore, as usual, and enjoyed sporting in the water. Krishna, the Supreme Lord, who as the master of all yoga masters approved of this, surrounded by his companions, went to that spot to make their actions a success. He stole their clothes away and quickly climbed in a kadamba tree. Laughing together with the boys, he made fun by saying, Come here, O girls, if you like, and take each your own garment. Seriously, I'm not joking, for you must be tired because of the vow. All these boys know I have never spoken a lie. Therefore, O slender girls, come out of the water, either one by one or all together, to cover yourselves. With that prank of him, he saw how the gopis, steeped in love for him, looked at each other and had to laugh, but being embarrassed, they did not come out of the water. Govinda, thus having spoken, had, with his joking, caught the minds of those who, up to their necks shivering in the cold water, said to him, Oh, you, do not be unfair, we beg you, behave like the beloved son of the gopa, Nanda, we know as the one renowned throughout Vradya, O dearest one. Please give us our garments. We are cold. O Shama Sundara, we, as your maidservants, must do whatever you say. Please give us our clothes back, O knower of the Dharma, or else we will tell the king about it. The Supreme Lord said, If you are my servants... Must you then not do what I told you, and with your innocent smiles come out of the water to pick out your garments? I will not give them, if you do not do so. And, with the king being angry, what can he do about it? Thereupon all the girls, shivering of the cold, came out of the water, covering their pubic area with their hands. The Supreme Lord, seeing them defeated, put satisfied about the purity of their love, their garments over his shoulder, and said with a loving smile, Because you, during the observance of a vow, were bathing naked in the water, you have offended Varuna and the other gods. To atone for that sin, you must pay your obeisances with your palms joined together over your heads, and then take your garments back. With this being pointed out by the Infallible Lord, the Vraja girls considered their skinny-dipping a fall from their vow. Intent on successfully completing that vow, they therefore offered their obeisances to the Purifier of all sins, He who was the directly visible result of their actions as also countless other pious activities. The Supreme Lord, the son of Devaki, satisfied to see them bowing down, thereupon mercifully gave them back the garments. Despite seriously having been cheated, not being acknowledged in their shame, being laughed at and made to act like puppets on a string with their clothes being stolen, they felt no enmity towards him, for they were happy to associate with their beloved one. Having put on their garments, they, smitten by the association with their beloved, with their minds being captivated, were completely incapable of moving, and full of shyness glanced at him. The Supreme Lord understood from them that they were determined to live up to their vow, and that they wanted to touch his feet. Damodar said to the girls, O pious souls, I understand your motivation to worship me. That pleases me, and so it has to come true. The desire of those whose consciousness is fully absorbed in me does not lead to a material lust, just as roasted and cooked grains as a rule are not capable of causing new growth. Dear girls, go now to Vraja. Having achieved the supreme state of fulfillment, you one of these nights will enjoy together with me. That was what you had in mind with the vow to be pure in your worship of the Goddess. Sri Sukha Thus being instructed by the Supreme Lord, the young girls, with their desire fulfilled meditating upon his lotus feet, could only with great difficulty bring themselves to return to the cowherd village. The son of Devaki, sometime later surrounded by the Gopas, went at a distance from Vrindavana to herd the cows together with his brother. Seeing how the trees, in the fiercely hot sun of the season, with their shade, served him as parasols, he said to the boys, Oh, Stokha Krishna and Amshu, Shridama, Subala and Arjuna, Vishala, Vrishabha and Deva Devaprashta and Varutapa, just look at these fortunate trees protecting us against rain, wind, heat and snow. Their life is exclusively there for the benefit of others. Just see the benediction of the birth of these trees that offer support to all living entities, like great souls do. No one in need of them will ever go away disappointed. With their leaves, flowers and fruits, shade and roots, bark and wood, their fragrance, sap, ashes, pulp and shoots, they offer everything you desire. To perform with one's life, wealth, intelligence and words, always for the sake of the welfare of all embodied beings, to be in this world of such a kind of birth is the perfection of life for every living being. Thus speaking among the trees, bowing down with their abundance of leaves, clusters of fruit, flowers and twigs, he arrived at the Yamuna, There, the Gopas drenched the cows in the crystal-clear, fresh and cool, wholesome water, O ruler, and also themselves drank their fill of the sweet-tasting water. In a grove along the Yamuna, where they allowed the animals to roam freely, O ruler of the people, they, the Gopas, plagued by hunger, approached Rama and Krishna and said the following.